Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I have no bloody idea what day of the week it is, but it's late. It's Wednesday. It's late. Today was a long fucking day. It's not over. It's hump and, day. And it, it's, it's a, it was it's so, hump day. So if my day's not over, am I at the top top of the hump? You're at the top of the hump. And, uh, and then the apex? it's, yeah, you're going to slowly start to come down like to the a, end like of the week. Like the top of the roller coaster? And so then this on, is the best part of the this day. Is is the, this is the best part. And then on the weekend, you and I are off to Saskatchewan yeah. to speak at a conference. So a couple more days of work, no big deal. And then we're d- driving for well, 28 hours. This I know. Let's not even talk about that. This late night phone call, you know, another bedroom session I'm excited about. We've got a really cool guest on the other side of our phone call. We've known her for a bit. And from what I see about everything that I see, I'm like, who is this person? Because this is the per- I, I don't know. And I'm so curious to find out because everything that I'm seeing about what you're doing on- online and stuff, which I truly dig, I'm like, hmm, I don't know if you're like that the whole time. <laughs> were you like that the whole time? Or did you go through some major transformation? I'm, I'm going to have know. to give some backstory. Know. You're confusing our listeners like completely. Hey, everyone, it's Amanda. We're in the bedroom tonight. And yes, we are speaking to Viviana tonight, who we've known for probably about 15 years or so. Is it 14, yes. 15 years? And um, was she always this person? Maybe. I don't know. But we are going to talk a little <laughs> bit about where her life slash career. I don't know if she wants to use the word career because she's a spiritual person. So I don't think career is something that spiritual people use. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> where her life has taken her from the time that we used to know her really well. I mean, no, we live so in that's different thing. places that's now. So that's we don't thing. really know her did, really well. Did we even know her really well? Did we? <laughs> she was like, a mystery. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like maybe I did. Maybe I didn't know. So, Viviana, let me tell you, anytime he does see any of the stuff you post online, I mean, he's reposted some of your stuff. He loves what you're doing now. And that's why we've been dying to get you on an episode. Um, He will say to me, she just seems like one of the happiest fucking people in the world. And I was like, yeah, man, like (laughs) that's what that's what becoming more spiritual does to you because I I you let go of bullshit take a blanket mm-hmm. line and of dirt you just do. yeah exactly go mm. he okay I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get sidetracked before we even start mark has a big issue with feet in the dirt i grew up no, i mean i'm, I'm a white kid from canada right like i literally grew up wearing shoes only if i fucking had to like, i ran dirt? i ran around in the nope. dirt all the time it Not was a dirt. normal thing it grosses him out yep. that people just like walk around outside in the dirt and i'm like but it's so grounding like you're supposed to do this this is good for your soul and he's my, like nah you're crazy sand i'll do wait. sand i'll do dirt and grass forget <laughs> about it forget but mark okay wait i have a question though you're a massage therapist what if someone was grounding before they go get a massage with you and are you not going to massage their feet because they're grounding no 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 or I that doesn't gross you out no 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 pe- pe- people oh, that can would do gross what- them out a little bit no that won't gross me people can do whatever they want I just don't want the sensation of my feet in dirt oh it's your feet it's my oh, feet okay, yeah, okay, I embrace okay, everyone's it. willingness to go do whatever they want to do with their fucking feet right okay but for great me, I, I just I don't know. My feet don't feel good. It, 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 maybe I'm not there yet. Maybe yeah. I need to. Maybe I need to be elevated. Well. Maybe we need a couple of sessions together, that, and that, then that might have to happen. Yeah. 
All right. Well, why don't we jump right in? So tonight we are talking to Viviana, who, as I said, has taken some some twists and turns in what she's mm-hmm. doing with her life now. And I don't even know what to call you now, like mindfulness coach, life coach, spiritual coach. Like I, I don't, I don't I really, even know. I don't know exactly what it is, but we're going to talk about it I, and try to define it or not define it. Like, and does I it need don't a definition? Like the, I don't like the term coach, which we talked about recently. Uh, you're right. We did. With, with someone else on our podcast who who's a life coach or who she, that was I don't remember um, I was fucking still. oh goodness Skylar yes okay yes. yeah and I was like well, she's described because I was always like oh, I don't know what a life coach is it sounds like kind of hokey right what do I know uh-huh, and every uh-huh. and everyone that I know that has a life coach all their clients are other life coaches so it's like this big circle yeah. of people that just like help each <laughs> other become life coaches or something so that confused the hell out of me and so when she's describing what a life coach is I'm like the use of the word coach doesn't feel right to me, but there's probably a better right, word that we can don't, come up with. You don't tell people what to do. You're not really giving advice. Mm-hmm. You are helping them to realize things on their own. And so that's, yeah, mm-hmm. you're facilitating them making their own decisions and seeing things on their own. So yeah, I can understand why coach would be confusing. Only because I also think when I, as soon as I hear coach, I think athletics and then that, that the mm-hmm. coach takes on a whole okay. different term. But any which way. I'll so let let's you guys go yeah, it. let's figure out uh, what Viviana's been doing. So for everybody listening, Viviana, why don't you give us an introduction, a little bit about your backstory, who you are, and what the hell we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, first of all, thank you for having me here, Mark. You know, I'm a big fan since I met you. He's my teacher. Cool. So super, super, super proud to be here talking to you guys. Um. Okay, so I'm a girl from Colombia that moved to Canada looking for a better life, you know, better money. Honestly, that's what we're looking for when we come to the North, right? (laughs) To get, you know, a house and a good job and a good husband and the dream, right? I came with my family to Canada and, and I reached that point, right? I reached that dream. I had the husband, I had the ring, I had the house, I had the car, I had everything that I thought I wanted to be a successful human being. and. And I was still miserable and I was empty and I was just, I wasn't happy. And at the same time, I was mad at myself because I'm like, I'm here having it all while my my cousins or my family or still a lot of people that I know back home are still struggling, man, to even eat, you know? Here I am with all these amazing things around me and I'm not happy, I'm not grateful. Like, I was just so confused. Like, I know everything that I'm saying right now sounds confusing, but that was my reality. I was so fucking confused. I was just, I wasn't happy. You know, I don't, I don't think it sounds that confusing. I mean, I, I I can't say that I know your experience. Of course, I don't. One, I was born in Canada. I didn't, you know, come to another country looking for a better life. But everything mm-hmm. you're saying makes a lot of sense because it's the same thing that a lot of people go through where it's always like, yeah. I will be happy when I will be happy when I have oh. I will be happy. So, you know, okay. if when I get here, when I get there. Mm-hmm. But we know that that's false. Right. So- so I got a I got a whole bunch of things. One, yeah. were you unhappy before you found this thing that that you are now and now you're happy? Were you unhappy before that happy? So when you were no. when, you, when you had the stuff when you were when you were when you were trying to make your life in Canada and part of that mm-hmm. is 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 making your way through and and then finding the husband and having the cars and the stuff and the blah 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 blah. At one point, at what point are you like? I'm unhappy. Like, how long does that take to get to that point? Okay. So I felt like, I felt like there was something missing, right? Not only my life, but like everyone around me, you know, like just normal people, people that I live with, you know, my mom, my dad, my friends, 
every time like the conversations were just like people are like, oh, it's fucking Monday again. Or like, oh, yeah, you know, like work is fucking hard. Or like my fucking wife just always like nagging about blah, blah, blah. Like everybody was so fucking miserable. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want this. What do I do? What do I do? So I went to therapy. <laughs> And I was like, maybe I have a problem. You know, maybe I'm the one that lives in this la-la land that doesn't fucking exist. And that's why I'm becoming, am I depressed? Like, what the fuck do I have? I don't, I, anyway, I went to therapy and, you know, it was a, you know, a guy telling me like what to do in my day kind of to distract myself from my thoughts or something like that. I'm like, dude, I can't do that. Can, can we my thoughts are there. Can we back yeah. this up? Can we back this up? Is there a single moment that brings you to this point of you're looking around going, I don't like this world that I'm a part of, that I'm living in with and, and the way people interact with themselves and each other. And I don't think it needs to be like this. I want it to be different. Is there a mm -hmm. single point? Is there an incident that brings you to that spot? Yes. Um, I, I was married. And I was just, like I said, I had everything that I thought I wanted and I was miserable. I started crying like crazy. And that day I decided I didn't want to be with him anymore, but I didn't know how to say it. I didn't know how to open up. I, I was afraid, right? I was afraid. And I was like, I just got married literally a year ago. Everyone's going to go against me. They're going to think I just married him make it, maybe, maybe because of money, maybe because... Uh, anyway, I was just yeah. so afraid to being judged, right? Um. And then I had this happening that I started kind of understanding things and putting things together in my head. And it was, uh, some people call it an awakening. Some people call it an enlightenment moment or whatever it was. I didn't know what was happening. It just in my head, everything started making fucking sense. I started remembering things from when I was young. I started remembering it, just putting things together. It's like if you, it's like if you were blind and then they give you a pair of glasses and you're like, holy shit, this is how, this is it. How do you get? here is this something conscious that you do is it like i'm gonna sit down with myself and just think or i'm gonna get myself into this complete state of meditation relaxation and therefore my mind opens up or is it i'm gonna smoke the biggest fucking bowl and eat the <laughs> most <laughs> mushrooms and and see what happens like how like how, do, how does this get there well to me to find a way uh to be happy i try to find more about the mind, you know, how the mind works and how we connect the soul to your mind. Right. And when I started in this spiral, cause I, I, I went deep, I stopped working for about six months. I went to a bunch of retreats. I, I did like different things to find out how to, how to get to that point. And when I was there, I started just feeling things, man, that I know some people might not get them yet. Um, cause I didn't believe in that shit either, you know, but I started feeling a lot of, like remembering past lives, talking to spirits, me before with spirits, I used to be so afraid of shit like that. It was just not my thing. But then it become, it became very natural and very familiar to me. And then I just went deep that way, you know, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now, because I know that what stops people from being happy is themselves. And I was the one to blame everyone around me. I'm not happy because of this and that and this guy and that guy and the country and the money and the bills and the war and everything. And now that I realize, holy shit, it's me. You know, if I change how I am and the way I see myself, everything around me is going to change. And people need to know this shit because they don't teach you that at school. Your parents don't teach you either because they don't know it. So someone has to do something about it. And that's when I decided, why do I do? How do I share this? 
So I started trying to figure out and then people are like, oh, you should be a life coach, right? Because I started talking to people. They're like, we see, we feel you. We feel your energy. You've changed. Like what you're saying, Mark, right? And that's what happened. I just wanted to find the way to be happy. And that's how it started. That's like literally the root of why I started doing what I do now. So I coach people to actually realize who they really are. So I just guide them. You know, I don't, I don't even think there's a, a word for what I do because I'm not a life coach. It's not that I go and I give you a list of things you have to do. It's more like I remind you who you are, depending what you need. You know, Amanda doesn't need the same thing as you need. I won't talk the same way. Maybe you need grounding and she doesn't. So my therapy with you is going to be completely different. So we go going to, you know, go to a park and walk with our bare feet, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, that that's the thing I do, you know, that's what, that's what I mean. And, but it's not just, that, it's like, oh, you're supposed to do this because that's the spiritual thing. And everybody's in this trend now. It's, it's, it's not a trend. It's actually people are getting more conscious and more conscious day by day. That's why people are feeling more connected to nature, to their soul, to their body. They want to start eating healthy, doing more yoga. What's this about meditation? But I think the point where people are missing is why does this work? Because I used to see people hugging trees and I'm like, the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like, like, what is this? People talk about chakras and I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know what's a chakra. I had no idea. I just like how you say chakra. <laughs> no, it's, it's so true though. Listen, my friend Tracy, you guys know Tracy, obviously. She yes. used to do yoga since I met her. She invited me to 20,000 yoga classes. And I'm like, I don't like this shit, man. I'm a, I'm a Zumba instructor. I'm like <laughs> dancing. This is boring as fuck. But yeah. why? Because I didn't understand shit about yoga. I would just see a bunch of people stretching and like sweating right next to each other. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people stretching and you know sweating. What, I'm like, I'm this doesn't lie, make any fucking sense. I, I used to think like that a lot. You used to think like what? Like 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 this. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't under <laughs> I don't I don't understand, right? I don't understand all of this stuff. And I was always like, you know, especially through through my school and my career, I was always like kind of like more of a, a sciencey kind of dude than like a kind of mm -hmm. this kind of energy universe hippie kind of dude. And then I started seeing people do all this shit online. And I'm like, wait just a fucking goddamn second. There's a really consistent theme amongst all these motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. They all look happy as fuck. Yeah. Right? Like I, I said, like that's one thing Mark I was like, watches I your was, videos, Vivian, and he's like, like, look how happy like, she looks. I was like, <laughs> This person is happy as hell. Yeah. We did we did yeah. this we did this we hosted a 12 hour live stream education day for body mm -hmm. workers. And there was this one gentleman his name is Mukti and he was presenting and I'm like I know all of the hardcore massage therapists physiotherapists people would look at this guy and say what the fuck is he talking he does, about? He does he does Vedic body work. So what the fuck it's, is he talking it's about? definitely out there for people who are trained right? especially here but in I'm Ontario. And I'm right? looking at this motherfucker and I'm like He's this so dude peaceful. is fucking peaceful and happy so peaceful. like all you guys that are just willing to just like take out the guns and mow them down i'm like yeah but this motherfucker he's figured it out like you guys are mm -hmm. you guys are on his case but he's the one that's figured it out well i'm gonna go into mm -hmm. left field a little bit I, when i say i'm gonna go into left field like i don't think either of you will think it's left field but i know some people are gonna be like oh amanda shut up what are you talking about but it's exactly going back to what viviana said what do we learn in school we learn study hard follow your schedule do the routines when you 
graduate, you go to the next phase. But when you graduate that. there, you go to the next phase. You get a good job. You climb but the ladder. You that. find a husband. You have a family. But not even that. Mm. Which she also pointed out that I never thought of. You're also taught life sucks. Life's hard. Uh, blah, yeah, I was blah, getting blah. that to the next phase. They the teach you part. to hate Mondays. This is just very yep. common funny talk, okay? I'm talking about funny talk, okay? Monday, Monday fucking sucks. And you see memes about it. And thank God it's Friday. And just Do you these remember little Garfield? things that you think it's funny. Do you remember Garfield? Or like, were you not Canadian when you were little? No, but actually, there's Garfield in Colombia too. But I don't oh. know if the same jokes because he used to be in Spanish. Amazing. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, you are taught that life goes a certain way, right? Yeah. And as, mm-hmm. as you said, what we are never taught is to actually understand ourselves and know who we are and know like our our place in the world, for lack of a better term. Like, it's just like, okay, if I don't do something, if I am not something, then I am nothing. Exactly. But that is like so ass backwards. It's it's mind boggling. And as somebody who is always like, I, I think very differently than a lot of people, but my my toxic traits, since that's a trendy thing to say, is I keep a lot of these things in, right? Because I know, you know, when you're mm-hmm. talking to someone and like you can sense like anything I say to you right now is going to go in one ear, out the other, over exactly. your head and back through your legs. Like I, I just fucking, exactly. I don't even try. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> really interesting route. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's no, just, that one. <laughs> there's just a lot of things that I think mm-hmm. about. So like, as I'm listening to you tell your story, Viviana, I understand like there's a lot of things I think about and I'm like, man, like people don't even recognize how many miserable they fucking make themselves and it's it's, it's so crazy when I'm like you're like you're doing it to yourself but mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear that either right because it's much easier to say like you said it's their fault it's this fault it's the economy it's the politicians it's this it's that it's the rules it's that like if, if people forget you are a sovereign being you are a human mm-hmm. like nobody can tell you how to think how to act who to be like that there's so much control you have but we all just say, I, you know, many people I know who will say, well, I'm 40 now. I'm in my 40s now. It's too late to change. Like, this is what exactly. I do. This is where I am. It's so sad. And it's so sad. I'm like, you're only fucking 40. Like, you may live another like 50, 55 years. Like, who knows? Right. And mm-hmm. you're going to live mm-hmm. like more than the span of your life right now. Miserable because you think that's what you're supposed to do. And that's the thing. Like, it's to me, it's, it's education. That's that's my main goal you know is education people need to know about this in the easiest way like pretend you're talking to an eight-year-old kid that's the way literally the way i'm talking to you guys that's the way i talk to my son okay because they come clean you know what i mean they're clean souls they're innocent they're they are the way we're supposed to be you know we are an extension of our inner child right so we all have that kid inside People that are happier is because they keep that kid alive, okay? That's very simple. Everybody knows that. It's just really hard to do it. I get it because you have to grow up. You have to pay bills. You have to have kids. You have to get married. You have blah, 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 all that shit, right? It's, it's, it's overwhelming. How can you be a kid when you have to take care of kids, right? It doesn't make sense. But guess what? Become a kid is going to be easy for you. I, I guess you guys know what I'm talking about because I know how Mark is. 
Maybe that's why you connect with your kids because they're like, look, it's a fucking, gr- it's a fucking grown up <laughs> with a kid energy, and he has some, has a visa. It's, it's this a- is awesome. <laughs> he really <laughs> does have a kid energy and, a, well, a Mastercard. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're probably fuck that. He's the best. <laughs> you know, that's that's all it is, man. Connect with people. Forget how to connect, and nothing is gonna work in your life. I'm talking about nothing, okay? Because yeah, you can have the things you think you need. You know, you can have the relationship, you can have the job. Are you really happy? You know how many people come to therapy with me when, when I do one-on-one coaching? And the first question I ask them, are you happy? People get so fucking uncomfortable with that question, you wouldn't believe it. Because people are used to, hey, how are you? No, I'm good. You know, yeah, it's Monday, yeah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Are you happy? People are like, well, uh, mm, yeah, you know, like I have a job and, you know, I'm married, I have a great house. And oh, no, 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 I didn't ask you what you have. Are you happy? 90% of the people are like, mm, yeah, but they have to think about it. Do people get you defensive? That is? Do people get defensive when you ask them that? I can imagine there would be people that would be like, what do you mean? Am I happy? Like almost like a defense no, thing. Like never. Yeah, I've never had a person that get defensive. They 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 stop and think, and they feel embarrassed to be doubting themselves about their own happiness in front of a person yeah. that I'm like super woohoo, you know. And they're like, oh my god, uh, actually, I'm not that happy. And I'm like, it's okay, man. That's why you're here. If you're coming to therapy with me, it's because yeah. you want to be happy. It's not because you want to be like me. It's because you want to be a happy person, a happy you. It's like if you ask that question, though, to the general population, Amanda, then you might have that type of answer. But you're already asking that question to a group of people who are there You've for decided. I, yeah. I, I want exactly. Change, right? I need so to fix it's something. It's a different population. Yeah. And I know that's the kind of people that I attract. If you're ready to take that step and get out of your fucking comfort zone, you come talk to me. If you're not ready for that, you still need 10 years of therapy to find out why daddy was mean to you and why mommy wasn't around i'm not your girl okay because you come with me to move forward this is your present because this is what we have we don't have the fucking past the past is gone okay we start from today and we move forward that's what i coach you for do most of the people you coach i'm trying to get like an idea of of the type of person that you coach but i'm really curious as to do a lot of the people you coach come from a place of I've I've hit some sort of rock bottom here and I really need to make change. Like I get a sense like that's what a lot of a clients would be like, I don't know, man. I don't know anything about this fucking idea. Maybe I'm just talking shit. No, 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 no. You're right. I have two kind of clients that I say that come to me the most. Number one is like you just describe it. People that just something really bad happened in their life, like a very bad breakup. Right. They had a car accident. They lost a parent. Something that really hit them. Something like, tragic. holy shit, yeah, what yeah. am I? Okay. Exactly. Or I have these clients that are in this process, this awakening, if you would, you know, call it or whatever, they're like waking up to a reality that they're like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling attracted to maybe, I don't know, start meditating a little bit more or start doing this a little bit more or start, you know, like anything, right? Anything. And they need coach. They need coaching. They need someone to tell them, listen, this is what's happening. Read this book. Go do this. Maybe do this meditation or maybe, uh, you know, start drinking more water and I'll explain why. Like people don't know why. And that's what I was missing. I'm like, I know yoga is good for you. I know it's good to stretch. I know it's good to drink water. I know. But what's the point of every? What's the reason? What's the main reason? Why do we have to do this shit? Why? 
And nobody asks why. Everybody just wants to be so spiritual and so yogi and go to India for seven years. And do you know why people do this shit? Do you know why people use crystals? Because I know a bunch of people that use crystals. I'm like, oh my, sh- oh my, God, that's so cool. Let me buy a t- bunch of crystals when I went to California. Came back and had a bunch of bunch of crystals in front of me, and I'm like, the fuck do I do with this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why yeah, do it I looks have nice these on things? my Instagram stories, and I look so cool and shit. But do I? Let me let me find out. Let me study this, and let me teach people in a fun way that they're like, holy shit, this is cool because I understand what this is. Because at school, I was the same. Like, if I'm not interested about your subject and you're not fun about it, I'm not going to learn about it, period. I don't care how interesting, how important it is for me to learn it as a human being. I don't give a fuck. If it's not fun, I'm not going to learn that shit. So I have to find a way for people to listen, to get their attention, be like, holy shit. And like you said, Mark, that's the key of everything. I'm so glad you said it. What do I do? I help people be happy, period. There's no formula. There's no like, oh my God, you have to take these three steps. And before that, you have to give me $50. And then after that, you're going to get the answer of the secret. No, no, no. We connect. I'm going to be your friend. When you need me, I'm there for you. You have to unblock shit. I help you. You have to heal something from the past. I'm your girl. (laughs) We're going to go woo-woo. We'll go woo-woo. We want to do rituals. I'll do them with you. You don't believe in that shit? No problem. We talk about God. I'm your girl. You know what I mean? People need that. And simple, it has nothing to do with your culture. It has nothing to do with where you're from. If you have money, if you don't have money, you have diplomas. If you don't have diplomas, that's nothing to do. We're all human and we all want to be happy, period. And we need people to make it clear. Why do you think so many, because I mean, I'm listening to you and thinking there, you know, you could probably help so many people, like even just simple things like recognizing like, I don't have to be stuck in the same rut. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like something you said way earlier at the very beginning when you said people don't know how to connect, like nobody connects. Everything is so surface. Like, you know, you meet somebody, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, hey, how are you? Nobody actually really like answers that question truthfully, right? You just say, I'm fine, I'm fine. Or same shit, different day. Um, You hear that a lot. (laughs) Like there's every conversation you have with people. It's small talk, it's surface. And really, Mm -hmm. you know, the person you're speaking to could be fucking dying inside. You know, they could be screaming because everything in their life is horrible. They're miserable. Like Mm -hmm. they could be crying every night like you were, right? But why do you think majority of people just accept that and carry on with the misery why do you think that this is like this cycle just keeps happening because that's what we keep seeing you know what that's that's what everything outside of us if you really think about it is to make you feel that you're never going to be enough never going to be enough. If you don't have this product, you're not going to be enough. If you don't wear this, you're not going to be enough. If you don't have this, you're not going to be enough. If you don't have this scarf, you're not going to be enough. If you don't have Kim Kardashian's ass, you're not going to be enough. If you don't, like, nothing is enough. So everybody's in this race of reaching that happiness. And that's completely unreal, man. If you live in the past, you're going to be depressed. If you live in the future, you're going to be anxious. You have to be in the present and I know it sounds corny or whatever, but it's true. It's a gift. It's a present. If you know how to live in the now, you're going to start creating your future like this. That's when you hear the word manifestation. I heard it 20,000 times. No fucking idea what people were talking about. Until I'm like, let me find out. Like, really, what does it mean to manifest something? So what what does it mean to manifest something? I mean, 
I understand, I I think. I I shouldn't say that mm-hmm. because you might say to me, Amanda, you know nothing. But what does it mean to manifest something? So to manifest something is to bring it to the present moment that you feel like you embody it, you feel it. And then you with that vibration, you bring it to you even faster than you even thought. Okay. I know it sounds like what the fuck is she talking about? But this is how it works, man. That's how the magic works. And people put labels and in everything. And, and that's why we're so disconnected because those labels disconnect people. You're this, you're that, I'm this, I'm that. We're all the same. We're here to do the same thing. It's to shine our fucking light. The more you shine your light, the faster you find your tribe, man, your people, your community. And everybody wants to be something they're not. Society like makes people believe things that are not fucking real and if people don't start waking up this is not going to change and there's never going to be fucking connection and this is going to be shallow you know and and that's not fun (laughs) but do you think people are waking up like you said earlier that people are. are are and i i agree with you i think a lot more people are recognizing like i love how you said you know be a be a child. Yes, we all know that, you know, the inner child, we hear about it all the time in like conventional forms of therapy. Yes. But when you really truly watch your children, mm-hmm. they don't live in the past. Like that that shit's gone. Like they forget what happened 20 minutes ago because and that does not matter I mean. to them. They are not thinking about the future because their minds can't even fathom anything uh-huh. other than I'm playing with Play-Doh right now and it's fucking cool. And if he, if adults were to actually like embrace that way of living again, like, yes, of course, as you said, we have bills, whatever. We're not saying, you know, ignore your responsibilities, but mm-hmm. we spend so much time thinking about like, fuck, I got to make a plan. I got to figure this out. I got to like, mm-hmm. and then you know how fast six hours can go when all you're thinking about mm-hmm. is all the things you have to do. Like I do it yeah. to myself. I'm, I'm no, I'm not perfect in this in any way. Trust me. But there's days where Mark will tell you, we, we get up and I'll have the day off work and I'll say, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. And I spend, I, I have this major list of things I want to accomplish in that day. And all of a sudden six hours is over and I accomplished none of them. And majority of the time, the reason I accomplished nothing is because I spent most of my time like worrying about things that I really couldn't control in that moment. And like literally six hours went by and I'm like, how, like, how did that happen? How did I just like lose six hours of my life? Or, you know, I'm home with the kids on a Saturday and my intent is just to be present and hang out with the kids. And suddenly it's Mm -hmm. 3 p.m. And I'm like, I, you know, I I played two games with them. Like, what? Like, how is it three o'clock in the afternoon? And then, of course, I beat myself up and live in the past for a few hours. So Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) We're all guilty of it, right? I know. And it's so and it's so common. And. And I know it sounds funny the way we're talking about it and we laugh about it, but but it's not fucking healthy, man. And it gets to a point where one day you have to say, you know what, I I want to change that. Like I want to be present and I want to practice how to be present. And I know it takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication, but it's just literally you changing that reality because it's you, you know, it's you. And that's why, that's why I got to figure out that it was me creating my own reality. I'm like, if I, if I have no boundaries, if I don't learn how to say no, if I don't understand that I don't have to be liked by everybody, 
how am I going to be happy? I'm going to be chasing their dreams. You know what I mean? I have to put a mask every time I see a different person because, oh, I have to filter this because that's my boyfriend. I have to filter that because I'm talking to my boyfriend's mom. I have to not say this because that's my teacher. I have no, do you know how tiring that is? Trying to be someone you're not just to be liked by other people. And you know how common that is? It's that that's the pandemic to me. You know what I mean? That's a real virus. That is a fucking virus. It's mental health. It's people don't know how to control their emotions. So you come from traumas when you're a kid and now because you're 40 or whatever, you think, oh no, that happened a long time ago. I forgive that shit. That's it's gone. I'm a grown up now. No, guess what? That shit is gonna come up. It's gonna keep triggering you in different ways until you heal that. Or you can keep dealing with life that way until you die. Of course you have that choice. Like a lot of people had it too, and they chose to do it. Or you can decide to live life from today. <laughs> and it's a decision you make in a second. You don't have to go to therapy. You don't have to come to my retreat. You don't have to go to life home, like coaching. You decide on your own. You don't have to follow anybody. And that's the thing. We're, we're, we think that we have to be like certain people. Oh, is the spiritual person? Oh, look, this is the successful man on TV. I want to be like him. I want to be like him. Fuck. You're never going to be happy if you want to be like someone else. You have to remember who you like. That's why I was, I talk so much in my therapist about kids. Kids have no fucking fear about anything. They can't imagine anything. They're like, the floor is lava. And in their heart, the floor is fucking lava. Vivian, okay. the floor is lava in my house every single day. Just so you know. That, it's see? always lava. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and when they play it, they mean it. They mean it from their heart. They, they will fucking break their leg to jump in the other couch, but they don't touch the fucking floor. <laughs> they're committed to their desire. They embody what they're feeling. And us and us adults, we forget how to do that. It's so hard to imagine things. Like, it's so hard for people to literally when. OK, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. When do you have free time for real just to be alone where you're taking a shit? And then what do you do? You take your cell phone with you. When do you have time to really think? (laughs) Seriously, everyone does. Someone had to say it. Yeah, that's what I do. I say things that make me feel uncomfortable for people to understand that they have to wake the fuck up and start making some time for themselves to find their own happiness. Because guess what? It's going to look selfish at the beginning. But at the end of the day, when you're happy, everyone around you and everything relationship, everything related with any relationship is going to connect better and different and for your own benefit. And life becomes fucking magic, man. Mark, you know me. In two fucking years, my life changed completely. I'm another human being. Yeah, you're 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 something completely different. I want to know about the retreat, though. Yes. Yeah, I think we need to really, you know, we sort of alluded to the fact that you have clients and you help people to to realize what you realized on your own through this awakening that you had. Obviously, uh-huh. conventional therapy, you know, didn't work for you. It was just someone telling you what to do and that, that wasn't helpful for you. But uh-huh. what is it that you're doing with people now? Like, I, I want to understand how people are finding you, how you're helping them and yeah, your new, your new found path in life. (laughs) Okay. So the retreats I do, that's, um, that's a whole week that I take people to Colombia 
Listen, I'm a kind of person that I think I like things quick. You know, I, I don't think people have time right now at this moment to like, you know, spend 10 years in therapy and try to find out who blah, blah, blah. No, it, if you want things quick, this is this is what I do this. So you go to Colombia for a week. Right. In that retreat, I'm going to use a bunch of tools that I've learned right from this from this path, like you said, um, to try to make people understand the meaning of life. Okay. Um, as woo-woo as it sounds, that's the root and the beginning of the rest of your life. You know, if you want to live life properly and actually be happy with who you are, this is the way, right? So you go in a week and what I do is I introduce you to different techniques that I've been learning and I put a group of people together that are experts in that subject so it comes with yoga teacher chefs uh, i have a couple of chefs from spain i have um people that come to do meditation workshops i have people to do forehand massages i have people that come and do uh, african dance ceremonies cacao ceremonies ayahuasca ceremonies so i work with plant medicine from the amazons in colombia um so i put together a whole package of things that are going to help people in different ways why do i do so many because everyone's different man like if you let's say you guys go together and amanda's like oh my god i want to do yoga at six in the morning that's beautiful and mark is like fuck that shit <laughs> or vice versa or maybe you know i don't, I don't know I'm sorry i don't know you that well you know but like an example right i can i've been to retreats where everybody has to do like the same thing at the same time and and sometimes i'm like i want people to come here and be them fucking selves you know you want to sleep until 10 no fucking problem you're going to miss a yoga class it's fine I'm going to give you different different techniques and different ways for you to connect with who you are, right? By the third day, I do the ayahuasca uh, ceremony, which to me is the main uh, part of the of the ceremony. I know some people have heard about ayahuasca before. If you haven't, what it is, is a plant that we find in the Amazons. And what it is, is when you drink it, uh, it takes you to an internal trip. That's what it is. So you pretty much... It's a detox for your soul, right? So it depends how many, I don't know if you want to call them uh, shadows or traumas or blocks or demons or whatever word you want to use that you keep with you. What ayahuasca does is bring it to the light, right? So it, bring us, it brings it up. So you feel it and you have to perch it. It has to come out of your body. That's why you hear people uh, puking or maybe having diarrhea or crying a lot. I'm being honest and this is how it goes. I just, I just want people to know what they're going for, right? So that's a perch of your soul. Things have to come out in order for, it's like you're cleaning, right? You're cleaning your soul in order for the light to come in or the knowledge or your purpose or whatever you want to call it. Or in this case, like the message from the ayahuasca, right? I know it sounds a little bit too much, but this is what it is. Why is it not popular? Why is it not everybody know about it? Obviously, is the pharma, right? <laughs> they they want us to take medication for depression, for anxiety, for all this crap that is making us sick every day. It's getting worse and worse and worse. This is all natural, right? Uh, anyway, so after the ceremony, automatically your life will change, period. Like I... After you do an ayahuasca retreat, your life will change. Your perspective will automatically change. And I'll give you my word. After that, um, people need integration. 
So what happens? You're going to have a different way of seeing life, of seeing yourself. You, you start connecting. That's what I was talking about with Mark in the, in the beginning. You start connecting with things that you didn't find connection before. So it comes to nature, to other people, to food, to animals. And it's not that you're high. It's not that, oh, my God, ayahuasca is like, you know, mushrooms. That you're like, oh, my God, I'm connected to everything. Don't get me wrong. Mushrooms, they're amazing, too. But ayahuasca it it will just answer questions, right? There's, there's got to be an intention behind it. Why are you here? There's got to be something you're looking for if you took that step to go to a retreat. And you're the one that has to know that. There's got to be a reason why you're here. When you put an intention, we have a coach or, or a guide or a person t- guiding you through this process, because it is a process, it is an experience that is going to change your life. And you cannot do it alone. And it's not good to go with people that you don't know just for fun or just let me try this thing, you know, from Colombia that is so cool and makes you see shit. No, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. So anyway, third day you do the integration and we do journaling. We do a lot of walks, a lot of walks in the beach. We use fire. We use different elements. We do a lot of ancestral healing too. Sometimes we carry stress and fears and stories in our head that don't even belong to us, man. Become from our, from our ancestors. Seven generations back, you can bring shit from them. Can you imagine that? Fear of the water, you don't fucking know why. You know, that happened to my mom too. You know, she, since she was little, she couldn't shower, uh, shower with her eyes closed. Never. Cause she was afraid that like something's going to, you know, get her. Why? She had no fucking idea. I'm like, do you ever watch a scary movie? No. Why do you think it comes from? She's like, I don't know. I just can't do it. So we did a hypnotherapy. I did a hypnotherapy with my mom to go deeper and find out where it was coming from. And then we found out about past lives. You know, like I said, I don't... I know so many people don't believe in this yet, and I get that. But if you're listening to this point, it's because you trust what I'm saying, because it's true, man. It is true. And I'm telling you because I was a person that didn't believe in this th- in these things two years ago. And today I'm like, man, people need to know about this shit. Because if you start healing, this is like a, a ripple effect, a domino effect. It starts, with, it starts with you, and you'll see how everything around you, your family, your kids, you're going to... You're going to cut generational curses, things that have been happening in your life over and over in your family members. I don't know if someone you know, or maybe in your own family, you have that story of like, you know, this, I don't know, like some story from your family that keeps happening and happening and happening and happening. And they're all the same in this way. Like there's a lot of things that it's a whole, like, fuck me. I can talk for 10 hours here. You know what I mean? It's, I'm it's just so listening. Much, I'm just listening. Oh, I'm fucking glued. I'm smoking and I'm listening. So here's the thing is normally we would be jumping in and asking questions and saying things, but I'm just listening to you and I'm thinking, right? As I said before, like, I, I feel like I've always had this very different way of thinking. Like somebody says something to me and my brain is going in, you know, multiple different directions. I look at things I feel sometimes very differently than, you know, other people around me. And so as you're talking, I'm thinking when you're saying things like, um, you know, your mother, for example, take your mother's example of, you know, this fear of showering. There's certain things that I've always wondered, where did this come from? Sometimes we carry things that they don't even belong to us. Even, you know, what was one of the best uh, therapies I had was about money relationship, like my relationship with money. 
I'm like, why? Like, if I look back, I'm not trying to sound ungrateful or anything, but like my family, we don't have much, you know, we're not rich. You know what I mean? Like we're normal, average Colombian that moved to another country to talk try to have a life you know what I mean we're average people and I'm like why like I come here and I have clients dude that fuck they have mansions and they live by themselves you know what I mean I'm like this is so unfair man like this guy has (laughs) fucking eight bedrooms ten bathrooms four playrooms don't have kids what I'm like this is why is the world so fucked up I should bring 20 of my cousins to move here. Like, seriously. <laughs> one cleans, the other one cooks, everybody will be happy. You're Honestly, literally that, like just perpetuating stereotypes right now, Viviana. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm talking about my family. That's what they will do. I'm fucking telling you right now. If you know a person with a mansion with space, I'll bring 20 Columbias right in, man. Please. <laughs> Call me, 226 <laughs> No, but seriously, I was like, why like this, you know? Just things don't make sense. Anyway, so the relationship that I have with money, you know? And then I start doing a regression. So what that is, is just start thinking of your beliefs, like being aware of your beliefs, okay? Why do you think you're broke? And I'm like, holy shit, uh, I don't know, because I don't know, because fucking money's hard to get. Where do you get that idea from? Who told you money's hard to get? Then you start going back. Well, that's why you're fucking here at home. Who says that? Your dad. Why does your dad say that? Because his dad used to say that. Because in our family, it's fucking, in Colombia, it's hard to fucking have money. If you have money, you're a drug dealer. Okay. <laughs> Simple as that. That's how Colombia Seriously. Or you're, you know, you have a contact that has a contact. You know someone that knows someone. If you don't know somebody in Colombia, you're a nobody. You can be a lawyer, but you end up driving a taxi because if you don't know somebody, you're fucked. You need to go up to the north and get money and start working and cleaning rooms and just start from zero to try to have a life and send some money to your family. That's fucked up, man. And that's a belief that I have for years. And I'm like, no, (laughs) we deserve to have money, too, just like other people do. Everybody deserves that shit. Everybody deserves to be happy. Everybody deserves to have love. Everybody to find deserves everything. God didn't make this world or the universe or whatever you believe in. The creator of everything didn't say, okay, let me think. 80% are going to find love and the other 20 are going to be fucking miserable. (laughs) No. (laughs) Who the fuck does that? No. There's abundance. If you look around you, dude, open your fucking window and look outside and tell me what you see. You see trees and you see sky and you see air and you see birds and you see abundance of everything around you. But in our head, we don't feel worthy of it. So that, that's why we're lacking so much in our life. There's just little bits of happiness sometimes. There's little bits of money sometimes. There's little bit of this bliss uh, feeling just when you hug that person you love or when you're in front of a fucking beach and that's it. Then you have to go back to work and pay your bills. And why? Why? Why do your happiness is to live in front of a fucking bitch? Then move to a beach. But I don't have money for, for you know, to fucking buy a house. And I don't, how am I going to live? You'll figure it out. Do something yellow. What do you like to do? You like to paint? Start painting. Sell paintings in front of the fucking beach. Tell your story. People are going to love you. They're going to pay you for it. People are afraid to take that step. And if you keep being afraid, you're never going to be fully happy. You're going to have uh, breadcrumbs. And if you're okay with breadcrumbs, then go ahead. Don't change. It's your fucking choice. 
my choice was like, fuck no, I want the whole piece. I'm here to have the whole piece. You know, when God created us or the universe, it's like they pretend to give you a cup, okay? And they say, you have to fill this fucking cup, okay? And you go to Niagara Falls and there's water for everybody. Go fill up your cup. And then you go with your cup, you're doing the line, and then you see some other people bringing fucking, you know, bigger, uh, how do you say, like a big uh, thing of water to receive water, you know, a bucket, exactly. Sorry, fuck English. (laughs) Big buckets of water. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? Why do I have this little cup? I want a big bucket. And you go get the big bucket. And then someone comes with a fucking truck. And you're like, wait, I want a truck. You know what I mean? It's Niagara Falls. It's infinite water. Why am I going to fucking be happy with my cup? Fuck that shit. And I can get more trucks. Give me 20. I am that kind of person. But if you're that kind of person that you're okay with the cup, then go fucking get water in a cup, man. Have fun. It's, it's interesting as you're saying this. We've had a few different episodes where we've talked about this, you know, these kinds of things. Mark and I, um, we focus a lot when we teach courses about self-awareness and about changing your mindset and, you know, trying to make people really understand the amount of control you have. And we've had other episodes where, you know, we talked to um, a therapist named Kaylin who does a type of hypnotherapy called rapid transformational therapy. And, you know, she mm-hmm. talked about that again, like just understanding the amount of not just the amount of the ultimate control you have over your own life like there is just so much of it and there's always going to be the people and you know those people have probably tuned out already and that's fine there's always going to be the people who as you said before will say well that's easy to say but you know there's life circumstances and nobody Mm. is saying here that there aren't life circumstances sure right now you might be in a shitty fucking situation, whether you're in a shitty relationship or you hate your job or, you know, you don't have a lot of family. You don't have a lot of help. Maybe you're a single parent. Maybe, you know, you're you've racked up a lot of debt. Like maybe all of those things are true. Right. And mm-hmm. nobody is saying that that doesn't suck and those things aren't true. And, you know, you, you're not allowed to feel the way you feel. But the idea here is that you can continue to believe that this is my life. And just keep going through the motions and going through the circles and continuing to rack up the debt or continuing to live in the shitty relationship or continuing to be unhappy. Or you can realize that Niagara Falls is there. Mm -hmm. I can I can go get a bucket and figure this shit out. Is it that Mm -hmm. is it that people don't realize they're capable or is it they recognize how hard it's going to be to do that shift And that's more work than I'm willing to do. I'd rather stay in my shit than put Mm -hmm. in the effort. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uncomfortable. That's the whole idea. She said it right at the beginning. When you're ready to leave your comfort zone, I'm your girl. Like, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. go from one way of thinking and living and being to another way without having to deal with some shit. That's what I mean. I feel like a lot of like, like, like that person that's doing that complaining. I feel like that person recognizes this could be different, but I just don't want to do the work. Some, and some people, it's not even that they don't recognize it. Maybe they don't want to recognize it because there is also, you know, just as I said before, why do you think people stay in the misery? There is comfort in complaining. 
there's comfort in saying like, well, you know, it must be nice to have money or this or that. It must be nice to have everything you want, but you know, I don't. And, you know, it's sort of like a, as like another badge of honor to be like, well, look at me and look at all the struggle I go through and all the shit I go through and you just have so it easy. Weird, so weird. It's yeah. And it's, it, again, it all comes down to your mindset. How are you choosing to deal with everything that's going on around you? How are you choosing to react to things? How are you choosing to define yourself and find your own happiness and live your life? Because nobody is making like these rules that we we create they're imaginary mm-hmm, exactly and i and i also think mark that that you were saying something about the the work right yeah and what i think like there's a misconception about doing the work it's just that fucking word work mm-hmm. i fucking hate it myself i hate work <laughs> <laughs> anything that's related you have to do this like you have to work yeah it's just to me it's just like oh fuck because I relay work to like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so doing the work is, is, you can make the work fun. You know what I mean? A lot of fun. Why is it fun? Because you're, you're, you're remembering who you are, man. It's so much like, if you think about it, what's more fun? That dating yourself, you know what I mean? You get to know who you are. So what do you like? What's your favorite fucking color? He's, he's you remember you, your you know better than to say something like dating yourself to Mark. I've, Come on. <laughs> what do you mean? The times I take myself out to dinner. See? Then just... I have a drink with myself. And then I wonder, yeah. am I going to get lucky at the end of the night? <laughs> See? See? You did that. You set all of that up. Obviously. <laughs> And then suddenly I'm in I bed was, smoking I, a cigarette. That's why I was like, Whatever, this you know? guy, he's so quiet. Where's, where, where's the dirty humor here? What's happening? There you go. <laughs> and he's back. Lying in bed smoking a cigarette after. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Getting to know yourself. How many people really are like, we've had people on the podcast before and I can even, I wish I could remember, but I can even picture Mark saying like, that is incredibly self-aware. Like it's, it's rare to meet somebody who really does understand themselves to that level and does know themselves and, you know, maybe has dated themselves. <laughs> I just want to live like a kid, man. It's seriously, it's so much fun. Like if you look at them, it's like, they're so free. There's no filter. There's no, oh, you shouldn't like, sometimes like, like I live, I live right now with my mom. Um, and sometimes when she's around, like um, she's probably going to listen to this one day, but anyway, <laughs> I love I love you, mommy. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, she's very like, you know, that's the way where I was raised. Like, don't do that, Lucas. Don't touch that. Make sure you do that. No, no, no. Don't say that. Oh, if he falls, it's like, oh, no, no, no. You're okay. You're okay. I'm like, they don't let us feel, <laughs> you know, they don't let us feel like I'm in pain or this, or I'm, I'm, I'm shy. I don't want to go say hi to those kids. For us, we're adults. We're like, oh my God, just go say hi. It's not a big deal. Just go. For a kid, it's like, fuck, I'm I'm afraid. I don't know these kids. They're going to bully me. What if I don't look good? What if, you know how many insecurities they have at the moment? If you're not present with them, feeling what they feel, there's no fucking connection between you and your fucking kid. Mm-hmm. You're just a machine telling kids what to do. This is right. This is wrong. This is right. This is wrong. This is right. This is wrong. And that's why, par- and that's why parenting is, is trippy for a lot of people, right? Because you want to have this balance oh, yeah. between 
letting them be humans and letting them feel their feelings and letting them figure shit out. But then also like knowing like when you should step in, when you shouldn't, like it's a, can I ask you a question about this (laughs) since you've gone a parenting road and I've had this thought lately about parenting. And I just curious if any of you guys have ever had this same type of thought. Mm hmm. I like my dad was a good dad. I like my dad. You know, I have no regrets about my childhood growing up. I like the guy. He's a good guy. I love, I love, I love my dad. You know, that type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I wouldn't want to be the dad that he was because I, Mm. I want to have, I want to have a different relationship with my children. Mm -hmm. Right. And then sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, fuck, I feel like this is something my dad would do. And it trips me the fuck out because I'm like, I'm I'm doing something that I'm like, I remember my dad doing this when I was a kid. And I keep telling myself, like, I don't want to do. But that's, that's it's, subconscious. It's but that's, does that does that happen to you guys? I'm curious. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just me. I thought it was just me for a second. I'm like, this is so fucking no, weird. No, all the time. No, honey. All the time. Well, the good thing is, unlike Viviana's mom, my mom will likely never listen to this. I have a fantastic <laughs> relationship with my mom in the sense that, like... I understand her. We have we have a, a decently good connection. I talk to her pretty much every day. I probably annoy the shit out of her because I call her sometimes. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, uh, I'm just watching TV. What are you doing? I'm like, nothing. I'm calling you. She's like, okay, for what? I'm like, I don't know. What are you doing? Like, I'm annoying. But... <laughs> I I have a decent relationship with her. We, you know, like Mark said, I have no regrets. Like I had, I had a good childhood. I have no complaints. Like there was, you know, she was, she was a good mom. We had everything we needed. However, I don't really feel like there was that like connection. I don't really feel Mm -hmm. like there was ever that freedom for me just to fuck up. You know, like I really mm-hmm. did feel like she was always telling me you have to do things like this. You have. It was the classic like, well, why do I have to do that? Because I said mm-hmm. so. And so, yes, as Mark said, I don't like to be that way. Because I'll give you a perfect example. Sorry, sorry. I cut you off. Sorry. No, go ahead. My daughter today wanted to wear shorts. I was going to give the same example because we handled this very wanted, differently this morning. <laughs> I, I didn't handle it the way I wanted to. And I was in regret. Because immediately after I did that, I was like, that's not what I wanted to do. And it, fuck. And, I, and I've been killing myself all day about it. Because she wanted to wear shorts to school and it, it, it was just a bad idea. And I just responded in a way like, no, that doesn't make sense. Just it's, it's too cold. Go put on pants, right? That's not what. And she got upset with that because she really wants to wear the shorts. But anyway, way, that's not what I wanted to do. Immediately after I did that, I wanted to be like, I wanted to ask her can you explain to me why you really want to wear these shorts today? I want to understand why you're so hard to wear these shorts right now. Like, why, oh, do, she was why, do, you, so why do you desperately want to wear these shorts? And, and that's how I would have handled it. I would have yeah. started off by saying, can you, can you explain to me why? Tell me why you really, really want to wear these shorts today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. go from a point of, okay, I understand. But then this is the logic behind it. And I didn't get a chance to do that because I just, I acted like my fucking dad. And, <laughs> and then I caught myself at the end and I was like, and then I got mad at myself. I'm like, fuck, I never fucking want to do that. And I fucking, I'm doing it more and more lately. I am my mom. I am my dad. No, it's so true. It's so true. Because that's what we learn, right? That's what we, you know, that they were our example of a parent, right? So sometimes it comes out, right? And. What I try to do with my kid a lot, too, is explain to him that I'm still human. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes things like that used to happen when, you know, when he's out, so around sometimes and we had a little argument and I try to, no, let's don't fight in front of him. Let's not like, make sure he doesn't see this or he doesn't see that. And 
And I started to realize, you know what? It's really hard to keep our kids protected, you know, from from all from the world, from all the things that are happening in conversations and arguments and things are real. So give them awareness, you know, you know, mommy and daddy sometimes we, you know, can talk because he doesn't think the same way. And sometimes people disagree and this is life and this is going to happen to you. And this is how we deal with it. I think it's actually healthier for children to see a disagreement but again not not fighting not, not screaming exactly, at each other no fighting but, obviously yes, yes you know yes. and and i think we we've displayed that a few times where he'll think mm-hmm. one way i think another way but we can discuss it you know and like this is mm-hmm. this is mark loves to ask why and i i, I actually appreciate mm-hmm. that because i think the kids can see yeah. that well why why do you think that why do you want it that way and then mm-hmm. we can talk about it and, and I then mean, we talk about how dumb it is <laughs> I was gonna say, you know and i was i was about to say the exact okay. opposite okay. and then okay. ultimately i hate when he does this but also love it at the same time it's uh it's my ego coming out ultimately the discussion <laughs> ends with and mommy was right again we should always just listen to her <laughs> love it it. i'm like no no you had some you had some good thoughts it's fine oh my god it's so funny i know my role and mommy was right again here we go again and that's what's up so if there's a person listening right now who feels like i want to change something yeah i want to go to columbia i want to you know have an awakening i want to turn my life around how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? Okay, so for the one-on-one coaching, I um, also I wanted to say that I do it Zoom, via Zoom or via WhatsApp too, because sometimes when I'm not here in Canada and I'm in Colombia, I still coach people from there. Uh, so I have an Instagram account. It's uh, your coach at your coach Viviana. And I also have a website that I'm about to launch in two weeks. But uh, but then on my website, I mean, on my Instagram, then I'm going to have the information about the, the website and how you can find me and how you can find about the retreats. Um, I also have my WhatsApp number. I think I said it already. I was like, was that your real number that you yeah. gave out earlier? Yeah, Hell yeah, of course. For the for the millionaires who want 20 Colombians to come live with them? Of course I get it. I was serious about it. I don't mean, of course. Well, you can give it again for people who want coaching and not 20 Colombians to live in their there house. There you go. Make sure you write on your message. What is this for? Okay. It's 226-224-8912. Awesome. I just think it, it like, as I said, I knew cool. you so many years ago. And to me, you know, as you were saying, um, it, you know, as Mark said, did we ever know you? Who were you? Whatever. Like, to me, you're, you're exactly right. You always seemed bubbly and happy. And, you know, you always <laughs> seemed like life of the party kind of person. Right. But <laughs> anybody can have that mask on anybody. like you said anybody can look that way and you know mm-hmm. I've, I know I've talked about this on an episode before the first job I ever had as a massage therapist I thought or I like I had this idea that as somebody working in healthcare, well mm-hmm. I need to live and breathe health and wellness right <laughs> and so I had sort of like a work persona you know like mm-hmm. I, I spoke a different way there I I I talk to my clients differently. You know, I would never want them to know that like, oh, I no, I don't eat fast food. Oh no, I don't. Mm. I don't <laughs> go out drinking all hours of the night. Like, you know, oh, I would, God, yeah. I would make sure that it was like, no, I live this very healthy lifestyle. And I mean, in reality, mm. sure. I, I worked out, I did this, that, whatever, but 
uh, you know me, I was out drinking and we were going and getting late night food after the bar and all this, but that's not, that wasn't the person I was at work. Like I had this idea that Mm. I had to be somebody else and you're right. Eventually one day I was like, this is fucking exhausting. Like it doesn't make any sense because it's bullshit. Like this isn't, this isn't in any way who I actually am. And once I started presenting myself just as myself in every situation I've ever been in, Mm. oh my God, life just got (laughs) so much easier. Easier. Yeah. This is just who I am. And you know what? Some people don't like me and that's okay. And that's okay. And people have to learn that too. That's another thing, Amanda, that I feel like it's like a, like no one talks about it. You know what I mean? But it's so true. Like, Everyone wants to be liked. Like you have to act a certain way to get people's attention. And especially nowadays that if you post something, it depends on how many likes, you know what I mean? You have, and that's your value. And that's so sad. That's so sad. That's so sad. And people have to understand that you're here to please yourself in every way of the word. Please yourself. You're here to be happy, to be loved to feel pleasure that is okay everyone like the word pleasure right away is like sexual no you you have pleasure when you eat something you love that's pleasure you know that's pleasure it's in so many things in so many ways love you can experience love in so many ways it doesn't have to be just with your partner you know what i mean it's connection with people we're lacking that right and And that's the part that I feel is more important, like that connection with people, too. You know, sometimes we feel we don't need anybody else and we become hyper independent. That was me before. I was like, I don't need nobody. I don't need that man. I don't need that. I don't need that. I can do this on my own, blah, blah, blah. That's a trauma response. I acted like that because, yeah, my heart was broken before from a person that was supposed to protect me. And it didn't happen. I have one more question for you because you brought up a a person, you know, a partner (laughs) I was thinking back to when you were talking about, you know, when you finally decide to be happy and recognize that like you're, you're in control of your happiness. When you start being happy and, you know, you said it's going to spill over to your kids, your family, whatever. Mm. It made me think if you're a person right now, because I know there's people listening who will, who will be this person. If you're a person who maybe feels like I want to make a change and I want to be happier, but your partner, like the closest person to you is you can, you, you just know that they're not going to be open to things. They're, they're a person that likes to live in their misery. Mm-hmm. Is this still possible for you? Is it still possible for you to, to create your own happiness living mm-hmm. with a person who wants to stay in misery? You know what? I think that if you're powerful enough, you can start changing the way that other person uh, see life. Okay. If you start having deep connection within yourself, everyone around you will change as well. Right. That takes a lot of courage. It's not just time. It's the quality of time that you spend, have to spend with yourself to to master that you know what i mean to master that your energy is so good that the people around you of course including your husband or the person you're with actually sees you so happy and so in love with yourself that they're like fuck i want what is she doing <laughs> i want some of that right and hello is your partner great I want some of what she's taken <laughs> yeah give me some of that right that's why when i when i do couples therapy and they complain that my husband doesn't want to come to this 
He's not supportive. He doesn't care. No, it's not that. You're going to become so good and so like you're going to become the best version of yourself that he's going to be like, I want that for me. Give me some of that. Mm. And that's if you want to stay with a person. I'm not saying every relationship you have to stay if you hate the person. Of course not. You know, sometimes we love that person, but we're just not happy. But I love them. I can't let them go, but I'm not happy. What do I do? I break up. Do I stay? Do I go? I was in that situation. And it's not him. It was not me. It was just, I I wasn't myself. He wasn't himself. Obviously, things are not going to work out. You know, you can't bring uh, your baggage to your relationship, you know? <laughs> That's the problem. Like you, you try to heal or, or, or you find a person that wants to heal with you. So you grow together and you help each other. But you don't go and throw your traumas and this is how you have to treat me because I have daddy issues. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You deal with that and then we can have a relationship, you know, or I can help you grow and and use me as a mirror. Right. So we can heal together. And when people learn that they, like I said, edu educating themselves about this, about how life works, about how your mind works, then life gets better for everyone. Right. Well, I hope that people Dang listening it. can hear the energy mm -hmm. that we see, like I said, we we're like, who is, who is Viviana all of a sudden? Who is this girl? But it's, it shows, it shows even in your videos, you just seem, oh, it, it's a totally different energy. I mean, not that you had a bad energy before, but you don't even realize until <laughs> like now that we're watching, you're I like, know. wow, like just a totally different type of person. Really? And, oh my God, guys, thank you. <laughs> that's so sweet. Well, and that's thank why we we wanted to get you on the podcast because both of us are like, what is she exactly as you just said? Like, we want some of what she awesome has. Man. Like, what is she doing? Awesome so awesome for, what's she know, drinking? <laughs> well, now we know it's ayahuasca. But <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> but again, for people who are listening who might think like, you know, as she said, this is crazy. I don't believe that. You know what? <laughs> You don't have to, but exactly. exactly if you do want to step out of your comfort zone and figure mm -hmm. out how to create your own happiness and understand life in a different way, then, well, you know where to find her. There's a, mm -hmm. a WhatsApp number, you know, in case you want roommates. <laughs> and uh, this, is, this is so sketchy, man. You guys are going to help me find like a business partner or something to help me promote because what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Here's her WhatsApp number. She can find people from Colombia to live in your mansion. Call her up. <laughs> Look, we created oh, well. a whole new business tonight. Well, thank you for hanging out with us so late tonight because I know you no are problem. a busy mama as well. <laughs> yes. Mark, you got any more questions? No, for this Indiana? is great. Thanks. I really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. No, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. It was a huge pleasure. And I hope to see you guys soon. I hope you guys can make it to one of the retreats. It'll be amazing to have you there. So we're both just looking at each like, other like, like do, we, like, uh, do we go to Colombia? Are you guys there? <laughs> Hello. Next retreat is in October. First week of October. Next retreat. Hmm. Get Columbia ready. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> right on. Thanks for hanging out. This is good. <laughs> okay, guys. I love you. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone. Peace.